Hello, and welcome to another episode of Character Reveal. It's a show where we reveal people's characters. As always, I'm your host, Dom, aka Brother Dom. That's where you can find me on the internet. And once again, I am joined by my excellent co-host. Would you like to call yourself out? Um, I don't know if I want to call myself out, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name's Stephanie. I am Captain Steph on Twitter. I'm the Snow Queer on Tumblr, and we are joined once again by a lovely guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, this is Tatiana King Jones of the Fan Bros Show, uh, aka the Grand Duchess of Tech, aka Deuce Piccolo. <laughs> i'll leave it there I'll, I'll calm down i won't give you all the AKs. <laughs> oh okay okay it's 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 one of the first things i look forward to every friday once i finally get the episode up is hearing the the puns that you guys come up with yeah it's a lot of fun we've been doing it i mean we've been doing a podcast for three years and pretty much for almost the same amount of time we've been doing these uh these name puns and nicknames so it's a lot of fun where did that uh just kind of i'm kind of being nosy before yeah. we even get started uh where's that really come from well, um, as far as where the AKAs came from, I actually don't know. It, it, it might have been a riff off of a Combat Jack thing, um, because Fan Bros actually started with Combat Jack, Ben I mean, right. Chico Leo, and a few other people. So I think it started there uh, three years ago, and then we just continued it. Man, okay, I got to dig a little bit more and try to find that out <laughs> next time I talk to one of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a thing we do, and then we always have our guests also do their own and then if they can't come up with anything we usually do something for them on the spot oh nice nice so <laughs> you got any on the spots for us <laughs> on the spot mm, brother uh, i got one <laughs> brother dom aka dom perion <laughs> <laughs> i like it I like nice it. um i don't know that's all i got right now I i've got been trying to bank it up i'm gonna come out with hot pilgrim <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that one was just easy. I mean, it, it, I definitely cheated on that one. Hey, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, but before we get any deeper, Steph, Tatiana, yeah. how are y'all doing today? Pretty well. Pretty good, man. Just like, again, just really happy to be here. Very humbled and flattered that you guys asked me to be on your podcast. Oh, the, the pleasure's all ours. You know, we're trying to get to, get to know people, kind of really <laughs> get a little bit, meet all the famous people. You know, you guys are pretty much... Hollywood oh, superstars. Wait a minute, we're famous? <laughs> You're right, man. <laughs> the, the, the world famous fan bros, you know, you guys got the Star Trek stuff going on, Comic Con, yeah, and going to the White House, potentially? Potentially, yeah. Like, oh, man. The, yeah, like the White House is doing this initiative called South by South Lawn, which is they're more or less, they're trying to bring South by Southwest over to literally their lawn to the White House. And they're looking for like content creators and interactive and in film and in music. And we were looking at each other like, well, shoot, that's us. So <laughs> um, apparently there's a nomination form that's been going up uh, for a few days now. And as soon as we got wind of it, we like really just went in overdrive. We were like, look, we really need you guys help to nominate us and get us in there. So we're spreading the word and, and, and hopefully it's enough. Um, the, the South by South Lawn event is supposed to be like first week of October. So like literally right before Comic-Con. So we can make it work. We're going to be down there like going nuts. <laughs> So basically what you're saying is, is that uh, Obama's just trying to leave his mark in a big way in as many ways as possible before he's out of the White House. Apparently, I mean, this guy, Obama is like so freaking amazing right now, because as you say, well, he to me, he's always pretty much been amazing. Like, you know, everyone has their things, but I'm not going to get too political about it. But just as sure, far sure. as like all the cool stuff he's doing, like he is... I'm like shocked that they're even trying to do this with with so little time left on the clock. 
So uh, this this whole South by South Lawn thing uh, is actually part of my greater dream. I've always I've been saying for a, over a year that Fanbros needs to meet Obama, that we need to be at the White House, all this stuff, and then all of a sudden this initiative comes up like almost last second. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> right? So I'm like, please, please, please let this work out. So again, I'm just like going super hard, and wherever I can talk about it, I'm just letting people know. Look. You know, even if you know just a little bit about us, just know that we represent geeks of color, uh, marginalized groups, LGBTQ community, and like we really want to make sure we get our voices out there and and, and make sure that we're amplifying the mic for uh, for everybody uh, in geek culture. Yeah, for all nerds. Yeah, man, exactly. You got it. <laughs> Hopefully, you guys can make that nerd connection. You know, I know you guys got some other irons in the fire. Maybe you can get a try to get Obama and Black Panther. Maybe. <laughs> so you know funny enough chadwick bozeman he is a howard university grad and both myself and ben amin went to howard and graduated from howard so like we're like hey man why are you not <laughs> you know why are you not on the show <laughs> like we got simone mystic who's playing misty knight on the new, new luke cage series on netflix and she was also a howard grad so we're oh, like look nice. man we, we we could we can reach the moon at this point you know and and again <laughs> the major goal is is you know, the POTUS himself on the show. <laughs> hey, if you get him in this last couple, that's like uh, shooting the shooting a four point line three uh, three pointer in the on the buzzer I mean, beater right there. That's <laughs> super Steph Curry with the shot, like super super. And I, not again, in the, I not this playoffs. <laughs> no, <laughs> I could just I could just only hope that it works out. Cool, good. So, ah, uh, man. So the hardest part about this show is we try to freestyle it, and there's a lot of different ways we can go. So I'm just gonna kind of scatter shot it a little bit. Okay. Tatiana <laughs> King Jones, Grand Duchess of Tech. What's that all about? You're into technology? Is that your job? What all what all is with this? That is what I, I mean, I do have a, a day job that has nothing to do with it. The day job just kind of makes sure I, I can pay my rent. But yeah. <laughs> what, I know the feeling. <laughs> but yeah. my real job is in fact anything to do with fan bros and everything to do with tech as well. I, I consider myself a tech advocate reviewer i love to talk about just new technologies in general definitely about any new developments with all like the major companies obviously google apple um samsung things like that uh, what i what i do what i've been doing for years now is covering their uh, major events so like for instance on september 7th apple's going to have their fall iphone event and every year i on my twitter account i always do a live tweet so filtering out all the uh the 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 apple evangelist stuff to give you just like <laughs> that direct information mm -hmm. like the stuff you care about and the photos you care about and i do it in a fun way because i like to because i think it's i like to make fun of tech companies because they're just a mess but at the same, <laughs> for sure, for sure. At, the, at the same time you know this this is important information and stuff people want to know and people like to be first to know uh they like the fact that i'm up on it so i, I like to be able to kind of translate all that geek speak into something that that's relevant for everyone oh nice, nice. and you said you said the seventh yep the seventh so also time I, of I, recording I, tomorrow yeah like i said i don't know when this is coming out but this is, but it, but the apple events tomorrow there's also going to be a sony playstation event tomorrow which will probably get drowned out <laughs> by apple <laughs> but they're going to be talking about the uh the new playstation 4.5 and some other stuff oh no did we lose someone again I'm still here. I think we lost. I think Dom. we lost Dom. Oh no! <laughs> this this happens. You know what? Don't even worry about it. this. Happens all the time. <laughs> this is like <laughs> you think you're so prepared, and then 
hangouts or your your isp wants to be a butt and like mess up everything <laughs> yeah last week last week I, we um we were recording with a friend of dom's who's a game dev and i i just got a new computer and i was so excited to finally start recording with my new computer because the fan on my old computer is so loud yeah that dom has to filter it out whenever he's editing the episodes i was Aww. like so excited i was and and it took like 45 minutes to get it set up i was so frustrated <laughs> damn that's that's i see dom is back i think he's back are you on your phone dom so i've yeah i have terrible trash internet uh so i just said hey screw it i got the got this data playing gotta make it work <laughs> gotta make it work don't care man. how many there issues don't if we're gonna have to go through a thousand issues that's fine with me i'm getting this podcast done. <laughs> And, and and Steph, I'll have a, a a nickname for you at some point, hopefully. We'll get there. <laughs> I see what that icon say. It says connection. Too small. I can't read. <laughs> right, it's like well, all garbled. I can't tell. Well, I am I am here. Oh, okay. it's, oh it's, it's trying to screen share or something. Cool. The user Whatever. is starting a screen, sharing a screen with you. Oh. I can't make it stop. I can't make it stop. <laughs> oh man. There we See, go. What kind of phone do you have? What kind of Android phone do you have? Um, is Dogcrap a, a brand of phone? No. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You're. I said what kind of. What kind of. What are you running? It's a HTC. One, I knew it. I, I knew it. I knew it. What? How could you tell? Just because it no, was. I, I literally was about to say HTC. Like it was just a blink, but I saw your desk. Uh, your, your background. Yeah, background. Well, I almost said desktop, but wallpaper. Whatever. I, I just. I just knew. Oh, I'm just gonna face it at the ceiling. There you um, go. Because I, I can't figure no out how to turn it off. I am going to leave all this in, and I am not a Dutch or Duke or Duchess of Tech. I am just good <laughs> enough to make this podcast stand. <laughs> not even your fault, dude. Don't worry about it. But anyway, so the Apple event's coming up, um, yeah. for, and the Sony event's coming up. Are there any, um, speaking of Android, are there any Samsung events coming up or anything like that? The phone's been blowing up. Yeah, well, not for a good reason, but um, I mean, Samsung actually recently had their summer event at the beginning of August, so they're not going to have something, anything else until, I mean, they may possibly have a fall event, but we may not hear anything major from them again until the spring, but what they, they recently released their um, Galaxy Note 7, and that is going through some problems right now. I don't know if you've heard, it's the reason why I said that they're getting a lot of noise for, for something negative but there have been a lot of reports that their phone is like exploding the battery particularly is exploding <laughs> so they have issued pretty much a worldwide recall on the phone so I, I again i don't know how that's going to work out but hopefully they'll come out i don't think it's going to affect them too much but hopefully they'll come out of it so Samsung is literally blowing up right now. Uh, literally blowing <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. I was being literal as I could. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, 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 yeah. It's no good. It's no oh. good. I mean, I, I don't know what's happening in other countries, to be honest, but I know for sure in the U.S. that they've issued a recall and they were like, look, you got to bring your phones back because it might, it might explode in your lap. It might. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I might I want to take, take too much chances with, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Okay. Yeah. Get get an iPhone, I guess. I don't know. That's the only option. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last thing I ever t- thought I'd heard you say, Dom. Dom always likes to give me crap about my iPhone. <laughs> I mean, I like the iPhone. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Like, I'm, I'm because I, I, I like tech and stuff, I actually used to carry around two phones. I used to always carry around an iPhone and an Android. Mm-hmm. 
um, because I, I had a phone from from Verizon at some one point, like a review phone. But you know, I I personally appreciate Android more so than iOS. I, having iOS to me is important simply because a lot of the like new features or any updates to apps tend to go to iOS first. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I'm I'm pretty Google loyalist, so I, I really do like Android, and I like the I'm the type of person who like I want the freedom, and I like pretty much being able to do whatever the hell I want to do on an Android. So that's fair for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I have a friend um, from China, and they were saying a lot of the apps they like are region locked. So if they want to get them on iOS, they're pretty much out of luck. But with Android, right. you can just download the file directly. So in that case, I'm like, yeah, it's kind of that one's kind of more cut and dry. You got to just go with the Android phone. Um, yeah. But if that's not the case, yeah, I don't really have much of a preference. You know, I, I'd put HTC at the bottom. There's, I mean, there's the Android versus I, iOS war, and then HTC is just like. I've made a grave mistake for far too many years. Yeah, they, they <laughs> made a lot of mistakes, and, and and they had a lot of potential, like with their M9 series, but eh, you know they didn't really go anywhere with it. So to be honest, the only Android phone you really should be messing with is either a uh, Samsung, uh, the Galaxy series, or anything uh, on the vanilla like Nexus. It's not going to be called Nexus anymore, but the the Google vanilla Android program. So like those every year they they usually release a group of head handsets. Anything that they do, okay. which I think oddly enough is going to be built by HTC, but anything they do <laughs> is is typically really good. Well, they built something very sturdy. It just kind of doesn't work yeah. as much as I wanted to. Yeah, I mean honestly, right now the best phone on the market is is the Galaxy S seven series from hmm. Samsung. Well, I got an upgrade coming up, so I think I know what I'm going to get. And I was recommended by somebody that I trust very much. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So as far as the, the day job, you want to are you able to talk anything about that? Because you kind of seem to gloss over and uh, it's, nope. it's such a big part of everybody's lives. <laughs> nope, <laughs> <Okay>. not, nope, <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> just continue to gloss over it. Um, hey, that's know, fine, it's, it's that's just, fine. <laughs> it's just something I do to, to put some food on the table. But honestly, yeah, my it. real job is being a podcaster. It's being a tech advocate. And it's and it's will soon enough. Hopefully, it'll be being an author because because I, I like to write as well. So I would like to write some sci-fi books. Nice. Oh, very nice. Yeah. I know somebody who works at Imprints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, Dom's not much of a Trekkie, but I am curious to know how the convention went this weekend because I did not get to go. Oh, the convention was pretty cool. Um, it, it we had a lot of fun. We had four panels um one of them was we actually got to interview julie nimoy uh, leonard nimoy's daughter uh and and she's such a kind amazing person and she had a blast she said she she really was comfortable with us and she enjoyed the interview and and we we basically just did a but just like now we just basically did an interview with her and, and let the audience ask questions and it was really chill and then the other panels the the remaining three we did series versus series panels so oh, fun. <laughs> yeah so we had like two teams against each other we made them do like a debate style uh give them you know let you give your reasonings and your retorts and then there was a pictionary round and then kind of like <laughs> a, a awesome. final thoughts round yeah so like for instance our our very own chico leo was defending Deep Space Nine, mm-hmm. and his Pictionary—I mean, not that it had anything to do with Deep Space Nine—but his Pictionary word was Guinan, um, Whoopi Goldberg's character in The Next Generation, and he drew this really cute, looks like an like an angel with, <laughs> with like a halo, because he was trying to depict 
Guinan's giant hat. Yeah, her it, hat. Yeah, it looked weird and it was funny, but people got it. And everyone in the audience let us know after each round that they really had a lot of fun and it, and it was great because it wasn't just so super serious. It was it was comical and it was it was entertaining. So everyone had a blast and and just as far as the con in general, there was plenty of cosplay. It was really nice. I was really happy to be there. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, we uh con- conventions are always a fun time. They're probably my favorite uh events during the year. I again, I am not much of a Trek. I still like to see a Star Trek convention once, just because growing up that was always like the default stereotype. Like there's Star Trek conventions. I never really knew there was other ones, but um we're going to New York Comic Con as well this year, and awesome. I was curious if we could ask for some tips uh of things we should do there. Well, Steph's oh. been before, but I've never I've been even before, been to New York. It'll be Dom's first time. I can give plenty of tips. This is what I'm good at. I'm great at organization and giving tips. So, <laughs> pro, NYCC pro tip number one. Wear comfortable shoes. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> I made that mistake once. It was... <laughs> yeah, like, whatever you do. And, and by comfortable shoes, I don't... I also mean, like, stay away from things like flip-flops that don't have any cushion or support. Like if you can wear sneakers, if if you're cosplaying, you know, I understand you're going to be in whatever outfit you're in for however long you decide. But if possible, bring a change of clothes. There are coat checks there that will check in bags and suitcases and whatnot. So you're you're definitely able to do that. Um, you're going to be on waiting online a little bit, but but you'll definitely be able to do that. I, I would also suggest um, bringing cash with you if you have it. While a lot of vendors like if you're if you're into buying little trinkets or whatnot or shirts or whatever a lot of vendors will take cards sometimes they don't and sometimes it's just generally faster to use cash a lot of times you can skip people on the line things like that and towards yeah towards that i would also say wait until sunday if you want to buy stuff from the vendors because sunday is the day where the vendors want to leave like they want to get out and more often than not you can negotiate the prices down much more readily on the day sure. the last day versus any other day because i don't want to take all that stuff home with them right a, a lot <laughs> of them are trying to honestly a lot of them try unless they're like our huge organization that has like the trucks a lot of them are trying to minimize the weight of the stuff that they're bringing back home or shipping back to wherever they come from so definitely is that, that sunday is the best time to do it um i would also suggest downloading the nycc app to keep okay. yourself organized because there is literally too much stuff going on there there are too many people and there's <laughs> too much stuff and it will be super easy to lose track of what's going on i also say that because we're giving a panel the fan bros is doing a panel called inclusion i'm oh, sorry called um inclusion is revolution reclaiming geek culture and our panel is going to be all about uh, the the idea of inclusion and diversity in geek culture, whether it's film, TV, movies, and and we're going to be talking about a lot of things like the whole Mary Jane Zendaya incident and 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 everything around Mary that. Mary Jane's black. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. So like like all of that stuff that happens in media, like we're we're going to be talking a, a lot about that. But but as I said, uh, one of the reasons why I'm bringing it up is when you get the app, you can actually look us up, you can search for us, and and add us to your schedule. Um. And then I would say the final tip I would give is bring a portable charger, a battery charger, your yeah. wires. 
Okay. <laughs> you will you will thank me later. This absolutely has to be in your NYCC survival kit because your phone will die. I don't care what phone you have. Your phone will die because you're going to be constantly <laughs> turning it on and off and taking photos and videos and just losing your mind. So definitely bring that portable battery with you. And just trying to connect to the internet because if I recall correctly, the Javits Center is kind of a black hole. Oh, it's a super black hole. <laughs> it's... I mean, from the materials that make the Javis Center, yeah, it's it, it's it provides for poor reception, and then when you add in thousands of people all trying to access most more or less the same networks, you're gonna have a bad time. Uh, to, oh, to, yeah. quote, <laughs> to quote South Park, <laughs> you're gonna have a bad time. So I would definitely suggest. I mean, if you have it, not everyone does. If you have like MiFi's, your personal hotspots, bring them or turn them on. Um, don't yeah, rely I'm on the Wi-Fi. it off. There's, yeah. I'm not putting any Wi-Fi or data. I don't need to talk to anybody. That's, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't rely on the Wi-Fi there because it's not going to work when you need it. Sometimes it'll be available. Some, a lot of times it won't. Just, just be mindful that just data in general is going to be sketchy. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Those are some good. Those are some good con tips, just in general. I appreciate all that stuff. Yeah, no worries. If um. I want to make like a con guide one day, like get your your one hundred and one guide to having a good con experience, no matter which one it is. You should absolutely do it. You should do it now. A <laughs> <laughs> spe- very special episode. Yeah. Very special. We should use all your steps. No offense, I think they're all number two and on, because the most yeah. important step, actually the three, the first two steps, drink a lot of water, obviously, obviously. but the most important step for having a good con and making everybody else's con better. Is wash up. Yeah, shower regularly. Because oh my god, you're I'm so right. tired of con funk. This is either second or third episode in a row, but I can't stress it enough. It's still con season. Summer's not completely over. Wash up, get some secrets, some old spice, <laughs> some axe. I don't care. Get some peppermint and rub them up That's... there. I don't like in your armpits. I don't care what you do. That's so funny you say that because um, I we were at why well, was at Pax East for Fambrose uh, a couple of months back in the spring and the con funk was real let's just say that (laughs) people were pretty ripe so and funny enough there wasn't there was an old spice booth and they were giving out deodorant and it was just like (laughs) praise god you guys thank you so much so yeah that you're absolutely right that that's probably the number one tip ever wash your ass it's just bad When I was in college, the first two years I was there, my roommate was a was a goalie for our, our, our hockey club team, and he had hockey pads, which he was the goalie, so those are the biggest pads, and they smelled pretty bad, and you know, no harm, no foul against him, there's not much else he could do, mm-hmm. but I've been at cons, and it's smelled worse than that, it's like, man, like, he literally couldn't wash those things, how have you amassed this level of BO today? <laughs> It couldn't have know, been today. <laughs> it couldn't have just been today is all I'm saying. I don't know. Maybe carry a bottle of Febreze with you. I don't know. But, like, keep the air quality consistent for the rest of us. <laughs> and, you know, like, I'm not calling out anybody in particular because I don't know. I never know where it's coming from. That's the thing. You ever, like, yeah. walk through the con and you're like, what is that garbage heap smell coming from? Because <laughs> it's the yeah. heat. You can feel it. Yeah, Tatiana, like it's... can I tell you a disgusting story? <laughs> yeah, sure. So we've uh, Steph and I are from the Pittsburgh area, and there's a lot of cross pollination with like, the Ohio anime cons. So uh, one year we go to Colossal Con. It's at the Kalahari Resort in Sandusky, Ohio. Great water park, beautiful convention center. Um, it's a lovely experience. 
So the first time we're there, we're at different hotels, kind of have to drive a little bit to get there, but nothing too major. It's not really a crowded city. So we go to a Homestuck panel because uh, Steph and uh, her friend were Homestuck, Homestuck fans, fans, and I am Aww. curious. <laughs> so we roll up around what was it probably 11 o'clock at night stuff? yeah it was it was a, it, we were it was our first after dark panel we were like we've never been we've been 18 for three years we've never been to a 18 plus panel this is nonsense we have to do this like screw so like, it we gotta go break the status quo so um the whole day so far though before that i was like man my face is really greasy like am i sweating more that i eat too much oil or something what's going on i couldn't figure it out i washed my face since i got back in so we come back and, you know, there's always the raves or glow stick parties, as they're called. Right. And uh, so I see, I look in the convention center, I'm like, that's a pretty intense fog machine they got in there. I know that the rave's not anywhere near this door. And I, uh -uh. I couldn't figure it out. But then uh -uh. you walk in, it's just so humid. And it didn't strike me until I watched a, a shirtless guy walk by and I saw steam coming off of him. <gasps> and then I flashed back to Miss Frizzle and I remembered the water cycle. And I'm like, that wasn't my sweat on my face. That was the collective power of thousands of nerds sweat on my oh face. My Terrific. God. This is the best day of my life, I said sarcastically. That's horrific. Like, I'm just imagining, <laughs> like, the cartoon stink lines or, like, <laughs> like, 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 like Pigman from yeah. Peanuts. You know, like, like, all of that cloud of dirt and musk, like, falling it, on your it just body. just was that. <laughs> that's that's was horrific. <laughs> that's why I don't go to the rave parties. We weren't, we weren't even, even in, in the there. Room. It was, <laughs> oh my god! The room was nowhere to be found. This guy was just promoting the water cycle, and it doesn't help they have like an indoor water park there. So it's extra it was just humid an ecosystem. To, be, to begin with. That's super gross. Thank you for that story. That's super oh, yeah. gross. Yeah, to quote Undertale, quoting South Park, we had a bad time. So, <laughs> <laughs> but that is a that's a funny way to gauge people's age. If you ask them, if you say you're going to have a bad time, do they place it as an Undertale quote or South Park quote? Because I think that's the first? new age. South Park by about yeah. fifteen years, ten or fifteen years. But um, South Park, you know. It makes people angry. I guess so does Undertale. Whatever. Internet. <laughs> oh, jeez. Covering a lot. Covering a lot. Um, Do you do any cosplay, Tatiana? Are you a fan um, of the threads? I am a huge fan of cosplay. And I'm a fan of people who put in the work to do cosplay. I cheat at cosplay. I don't sew. I, I, I could barely sew a button on a shirt. <laughs> but I, I I will do Starbar or I will commission stuff just to kind of join in on the fun because I do like to cosplay. I think it's amazing. And and again, if, if I really want to do something major, I'll I'll like go online, like on Etsy or somewhere, and and find someone to do it for me. Uh, but I definitely applaud the people who really put in a lot of work with it. Like my brother, he he's a big cosplayer and he actually builds stuff and puts outfits together. He he, in fact, he built. I don't know if you saw the pictures, but DJ Ben Amin last year, he cosplayed as Eazy E sitting in a Nintendo 64. And that was a riff <laughs> off of cruising down the street in my 64. So oh. right. So <laughs> he so he heard that lyric and saw that. He said, wait a minute, we could we could meme this. So and he oh, you know, you know what? He actually saw someone meme it. And then cause someone put like a like a actual image of Easy E sitting in the cartridge slot of Nintendo 64. So <laughs> Ben Ami was like, dude, he needs to do it. So he linked up with my brother and like they talked about talked it over, did all the design plans. And it was like a month, month and a half. My brother 
literally built out a full-blown like giant size Nintendo 64. Uh, ben got all his costuming to make himself look like Easy E, complete with curly wig and gloves. Oh god, and all the that. Jerry curl was a bad time. Yeah, yeah, and then like, he, and then he literally was walking around wearing a giant N64, like walking around, and then I was like following behind him playing the song <laughs> on my iPhone. <laughs> So it, it it was it was hilarious. So again, like I don't do any of the major work because sometimes I get lazy. But I I, I, I definitely enjoy cosplay. <laughs> That's uh. So I've been blessed to have not only a co-host but a friend and sort of a uh, an excellent sewer seamstress seamster I guess seamstress fellow seamstress <laughs> yeah. Yes, Stefa really can put her put her back into some of these costumes we did we've done i have a great hamilton jacket courtesy of it's one of my favorite things i've ever made let's be honest oh really so like the best thing i've ever worn (laughs) so wait steph what are some of the stuff that you've sewn for like cosplay oh man it's all i've been cosplaying (laughs) like four cons a year for the last eight years probably and I've been going to cons for 12 or 13 years now. <laughs> wow. Um, so actually when I moved to New York this summer, I went through my basement because I was staying in my parents' house and I had I had taken over their furnace room and mm-hmm. I threw out eight bags of costumes <laughs> that I could never use again. I donated <laughs> I donated like six crates of costumes to the anime club at the library. And oh, then I brought 50 with me. <laughs> They're all under my bed. <laughs> so, like, what have you cosplayed as? Um, well, for the first several years, it was mostly anime stuff. Um, okay. Like Lolita or actual characters? Like actual characters. Um, awesome. Mostly shonen. Uh, that's what me and my friends were watching. Mm-hmm. Um, we Our peak actual, our peak anime group, though, was we did the, uh, the entire Orin High School Host Club. Oh, wow. And we did, we did a skated Otakon, and it was really fun. Um, That's awesome. But lately, then we went on a homestuck kick, and we were we tried to get it all out of our system. We ran through, like, the entire gamut of characters. <laughs> <laughs> um, and lately, it's been kind of a mishmash of, like, some video game stuff, which I'm not much of a gamer, but I, we, I've been doing a lot of Nintendo cosplay for whatever reason Oh, recently. that's super <laughs> welcome. That's we, super cute. We did a um, punk rock super mario bands but like princesses we did um like i was yeah the, mu- the mushroom queendom <laughs> yeah mushroom queendom that was our band name those yeah. are my <laughs> those are my favorite cosplays the ones that like crossover with two characters or the ones that are just just as you just mentioned that's really creative that you had a rock band going on just stuff that's just not expected i, I love it that that's really awesome it was great seeing people's reaction once they they're like, "Oh, hey, I, th- I think that's Is Peach. That Peach." Oh, oh another... yeah, oh, there's oh, Daisy. The... Oh, there's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was really fun. And then our Dom's and my like peak costume lately has been this Hamilton costume because I, I have an Eliza dress and he has the Alexander costume, and we have like goofy Pokemon signs. Excellent. So. Yeah, it's like uh, Alexander wants to battle because he's always battling people, and then. Uh, Eliza aggressively. <laughs> so yeah. is that what you guys are doing for Comic Con? One of the days, definitely. Yeah. Okay. It, it's too. It's too difficult to pass up the opportunity to cosplay Hamilton thing in New York. 
you have to. Like, <laughs> it's it's pretty much a prerequisite now that you have to do it if you have the outfit. Yeah. So that's so fun to wear. We have we have a Finn and Poe costume, um, from the Star Star Wars movie. Um, yeah, I'm so glad that that jacket. Oh man, so he bought the film replica. I was like, I just gotta really? buy it. I'm gonna wear it. Yeah, I just wanted to wear it, and then I'm like, oh wait, if I buy black pants, this is cosplay instantly. Yeah, I'm gonna just do that. And I've literally, out of all the cons I've seen, I've only seen one or two other black guys cosplaying as Finn, and maybe four other people total. And I'm not sure why. Uh, maybe because the jacket's hard to make and no one wants to buy it, but everyone's super yeah. excited. Like, a fin! Oh my god! Maybe, I mean, not that it's, like, super new anymore, but, like, maybe this year you'll see more. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like last year maybe it was still too... I don't know. No one had the time to really get it together, <laughs> but I feel like like from Halloween onward, well, excuse me, from Comic-Con through Halloween onward, you're going to see a lot more. Yeah, we were like the, the I mean. we made the end up making the costumes for it was the first con in January that we went to. So it was like a very fast turnaround from the movie coming out. Yeah, wow. So it was funny cuz there was it was like us and like a thousand Kylo Rens. Oh yeah, cuz Kylo, <laughs> Kylo Ren is actually uh, as as far as making fun of characters, he's one of my faves. Like emo, we we call him emo Ren mm-hmm. and like we <laughs> Like, on one episode of our show, we likened him to Kanye West. So we were like, Kanye West is the Kylo Ren. Or Kylo <laughs> West. Kylo uh, West. He's just so emo. Like, <laughs> like, like, you know you have powers, and you're just so emo about it. So, I, I, I don't know. But either way, I really love the guy. Oh, man. I just got an idea for a crossover now. See? Gotta, I, gotta, <laughs> I gotta get, like, uh, Kylo Ren, but like he's just Reaper from Overwatch mostly, and maybe like Kanye glasses, but like mostly just Reaper Kylo Ren, because it's essentially <laughs> a grown ass man being far too emo about things that aren't that serious, and then tries Kanye to destroy everybody. Ren. Kanye Ren, yes, Kanye Ren for sure. It, it's it, trust it will be a hit. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything that you've been a, a fan of cosplaying that you got a chance to do? Um. Well, my cosplay, like, again, because I cheat at it a little, mine is not nearly as creative, but I have cosplayed um, as, well, I guess this past weekend at, at the uh, Star Trek convention, I was Ahura, nice. so I had a, a nice um, <laughs> new reboot costume, and it fit pretty well. Then I, uh, I cosplayed as Black Widow, um, I had, like, the wig and the whole nine yards and the Nerf guns, and nice. like, <laughs> one thing I did make is, like, I did make a makeshift holster for the Nerf gun, which is, like kept coming apart but you know that's because i'm not <laughs> I, i'm not a pro at this but it, it worked out which nerf um, gun did you use um it's like one that has like a a barrel like it looks like a, a barrel kind of a, excuse me it looks like a revolver and it like, like every, every time yeah i think it holds like okay. six shots or so and every time you shoot oh, yeah, the revolver spins that's the go-to i love that gun so much yeah it looks cool and then um uh, what do we do? Oh, uh, Ben, I mean, and I, we once cosplay as um Crazy Eighty Eight members, and oh, nice. Yeah, it was pretty cool because like at the time we were also doing press interviews, so we were both dressed up all the way in our suits with our ties like halfway hanging off, and then <laughs> the mask. But then we were like backstage with celebrities interviewing them with these masks on our face, and everyone else is in regular <laughs> clothes, and 
I mean, it kind of worked in our favor because then we stood out. But at the same time, it was a little weird. Like people are looking at us <laughs> like, you know, where the hell did you guys come from? Um, but, but yeah, like our our stuff is is fairly simple. Um, and and it's a little late for me. I I would have started earlier, but I really wanted to at one point cosplay as uh, a hunter from uh, uh, what? Why am I losing the game? Oh, from Destiny, a hunter from Destiny. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I saw like really cool commissions, and I like the fact that it was um it was a mask that you would be wearing, you know, the helmet, so that yeah. I could be running around acting like the character. You know, doing all the movements. Like if someone else would have like a giant PS4 controller, and then you know I would be doing all the <laughs> movements based on that. And then like I would take the helmet off, and people were like, "Oh snap, she's a black girl." So I thought that was, <laughs> I thought that was would would have been like so amazing. And then obviously I waited too long for that to happen, but maybe maybe one year. Hey, it's never too late. We I still keep seeing cosplays from old stuff. I mean, I've seen I've seen Darkwing Duck before, so I mean, yeah, it's never so, too late, dude, for the classic. Funny enough. I saw like dark last year, Darkwing Duck, um, whatever the Megawatt or whatever his villain was named. I oh, don't remember. That was one of them, yeah. I, I don't remember yeah, the guy's I think name. It was that. Yeah, but he's a dog with a plug on his head. <laughs> yeah, 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 that guy. I don't I don't I don't remember, but even the classic like nineties anime, uh excuse me, nineties cartoon, or yeah, even anime, it, it, it's pretty awesome to see when people bring those to life. I, I just like seeing really well done costumes and and thoughtful characters just running around the con it's it's pretty amazing yeah it's so nice you kind of get to if you if you're in the mood for it you get to play a different character which uh i tend to do characters that are close to myself uh i mean i did the squid from splatoon so that's just a hipster i'm a hipster oh, for, Sonic, a minute, Hamilton. for a minute for a minute i thought you were gonna say you did squidward i'm like really that, that's you <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah but it might be you know what? If I'm going to pull Splatoon Squidward. out, I might as well just do a Squidward one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. To get the little brown shirt and, like, a ink clarinet. Uh, <laughs> or what? I don't know. There's time. It's 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 a month and a half away. I have time to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, so we went on a giant cosplay tangent. That was a that was a nice path to go down. Hey, I love cosplay. It's all right. <laughs> Hey, I'm trying to figure out. I saw this fan art and now I want to do it. It won't be as creative, but it was essentially Peridot from Steven Universe, but she was dressed as Lucio from Overwatch and this like my favorite things have combined to make another favorite thing. And oh, I, I speaking of, I expect tons of Overwatch cosplay. I expect it and it should it shall be delivered. Don't fail me, <laughs> cosplay Comic Con people. Please. <laughs> the best picture I saw that was an Overwatch cosplay was only kind of one they were mercy but they were like in her doctor uniform but she was kneeling next to a lamborghini and i was like oh man lamborghini mercy that's a good joke i don't know oh, how many people are gonna get it but so I, for one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great and then someone in the comments was like farish he's so thirsty oh. i was like oh yeah bring it all together bring it all together yeah yeah i, I love i love overwatch so that should be really cool I, I can't wait to see. I my my dream is to see a really well done diva, like with the whole mech suit and everything. That Someone did be... it so that it was just like the front of her mech, so that the pictures would be good. But if you looked at it from the side, it wasn't really there. But oh uh, no, I, I mean I want like the full blown thing. Like you could jump out and she'll have her jumpsuit on, but I want the whole the whole mech. Like reminiscent of it was. I think it was also last year, maybe the year before. There was a giant Hulkbuster armor walking around New York Comic Con. I mean, holy crap. It was, it was literally eight feet tall, 
and it was com- like it was literally like it came out the movie itself it was insane <laughs> and it was and like they had to every time it walked around the people dressed up as the avengers following it had to clear <laughs> paths just to like let it through it, it was it was insane. So I'm just I'm just like if they can do that, maybe they'll come back and, and do a diva or something. I don't know. <laughs> Tatiana, did you see any of the pictures from this weekend at uh, Dragon Con by chance? I did see some pictures, and funny enough, I that just reminded me the sickest cosplay that oh, I saw. Okay, it was two okay. of them. It was one was a purple ranger uh, in. I was the prince. <laughs> yeah, prince. It was it was it was in memorial of Prince. So literally had the he guys was wearing the purple helmet, but then he was wearing like Prince's outfit, like the purple big coat and and scarves, and he had the <laughs> guitar in the shape of the Prince's symbol. And I was just like, oh my god, that's like mind blowing. And that's then amazing, yeah, super amazing. And then the other one I saw that that really took the cake for me was this girl cosplayed as Sailor Moon, but it was a Sailor Moon crossover with Kill a Kill. Just oh, I've seen those before. Yeah, that sounds so cool. She she was Satsuki, right? She had right exactly, and she had like even her her uh, she had a sword like a katana replica, and at the top at the hilt was kind of the the whole moon symbol for 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 Sailor Moon. It 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 was just incredible. Like what I'm saying does the picture no justice. It was just like holy crap! I can't believe she did it. See, that's, see, you saw two of the ones I liked, but the one that you made me think of, so you want to see some good Overwatch. You were impressed by the Hulkbuster, so you're telling me you didn't see the person who was the Reinhardt at Dragon Con? No. Oh, it was great. I think it was, like, one of the legendary skins, like, with the Firebelly one. Don't quote me on that, but it was Reinhardt, <laughs> like, it was, like, an eight-foot-tall one, too, or something. It was, you gotta wow. look it up. It was really great. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. I might try to, like, make a frog kigurumi and just be lucio for like sunday or something i don't know <laughs> i feel like lucio would be fairly easy right i mean you would have to i don't know i don't think you have locks so you would have to wear like a wig or something <laughs> um <laughs> I, I think lucio would, would be pretty cool i mean you have inline the skates. legs that's the hard part yeah <laughs> you have inline skates i don't skate I don't, around I don't the javits that. center yeah. sounds like I a can, terrible i can figure idea. that out yeah before before we get off this topic i just want to say one of my dreams i don't know if you know this anime paranoia agent one yeah. of my dreams has always been to cosplay as uh the what's the bat guy's name? What's, uh, what's his name? The little slugger. Yes, that's it. As little slugger, so like the golden inline skates, the golden bent baseball bat, you know, low low brim hat. Like that has been one of my dreams, and I wanted to, as you say, just roll around uh, the Javits Center, like knocking people over the head <laughs> with this plastic bat. <laughs> That'd be so great. <laughs> yeah, man. See someone being an asshole, just like roll up on them with the bat. Yeah, I mean, honestly, <laughs> like, like I'll, I'll be nice. Like, I'm not gonna actually hit somebody. I'm probably gonna ask first, but then, like, all right, you got, the, you got the cameras ready. Okay, bang! Like, <laughs> like those girl gang sailor scouts or something. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. There's, uh, I could talk about cosplay for hours, uh, but I feel like I'm doing injustice if we talk about cosplay for too long. But in the meantime, Tatiana, how are you feeling? I'm a little hungry. I can use some pizza or something. <laughs> I had pizza today, so uh, feel free to feel jealous. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but it's not New York pizza. It's not New York pizza. So. That, that's true. It was barely Pittsburgh pizza, but, you know, <laughs> it was it was good enough to satiate the hunger. Uh, Steph, how are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good, Dom. Great. I feel like it's time to get to our unknown 
uh, unnamed section. Tatiana, we have a question section. It's not really rapid fire. Um, we hoped it would be originally, but it has but gone everyone awry. just talks forever about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we well, encourage people to get yeah. Okay. So we had we had a guy on before uh, a week ago. I don't know. He was just blazing through him almost as if like he had a mission out. I was not disappointed. I was mostly impressed. But feel free to ramble if you like. Okay. And if you come up with a name for this section, we're not going to be mad at you either. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Since I'm naming other stuff, let me let me think about that too. <laughs> yes, the, the 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 nomad of naming, as it were. <laughs> ah, very nice. Per tradition, Steph, would you like to kick us off? Sure. Let's start off with my favorite question, which is, what is a crossover you would like to see if you could cross over any two pieces of media? Ooh. Doesn't have to be a, like it could be a video game in a book. It could be a TV show in a movie. It could be real Ooh. life. Let me think. Let me think. Put the presidential candidates in a Super Smash Brothers tournament, like literally anything. You oh, that's actually over. that's an that's amazing idea. idea right there. I want to steal that one. Oh my god. <laughs> um, you know, I just okay. Like, can I be like a, a little general? So, like, general, yeah. like, like mech anime. Okay. I would love to see that crossover with, um, uh, like those housewives like type of shows oh my gosh <laughs> because i just think I, because i think it would just be ridiculous in the most entertaining way like instead of them like arguing with each other and like jumping on tables to fight each other and stuff like they would jump into giant meccas and and like go into huge like battles <laughs> like, so, like the Real down Housewives cities of Voltron? <laughs> yeah like i just think it would make them that much more entertaining so i'll, I'll just say that for now I'd watch that. Yeah, I'd watch I feel, the hell out of that. I feel, like, I feel like people would watch it, and I feel like it would have a lot more redeeming value, and yeah. <laughs> That's something that I I didn't think I was going to hear that. Like, we've got so many creative answers on this, and it's, it's just astounding. <laughs> uh, we should just start a production company, stuff. Yeah, we have to work on Again, that. Again, it has no name. Once we have enough money to produce our own show, we can produce other people's stuff. Absolutely. That's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next on the docket, uh, Tatiana, what's your favorite iteration of Batman's Joker? And you don't lose points for saying Jared Leto. Uh, what? Oh, you should lose points <laughs> I'm gonna for saying say, Jared Leto. She doesn't? I'm just playing. I'm just, you absolutely I'm just playing. Does, does this include like cartoons or just the films? Cartoons, Every comic single Joker books, any... that's ever existed. Yeah, any Joker. Um, as far as the films, I gotta say Heath Ledger. Like, Honestly, I know it's, it sounds like a cop-out answer now, but there's really no one that beats Heath Ledger's film version of Joker. I, I remember watching The Dark Knight, that, 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 that episode, excuse me, not that episode, but that movie, and thinking, you know what, I'm actually, like, afraid of this guy. Like, if yeah. this guy, like, showed up in the theater right now, I'd jump the hell out of my seat and go running like because i mean lots of times you see you see these characters and you're like oh they're they're pretty cartoony or they would never happen in real life like what's right. his face heath ledger he he really made me think like this guy could jump out the screen any moment and and kill me if he wanted to so <laughs> yeah he didn't have like any powers or anything he was just kind of a guy right so i i don't know like it is it's just this is crazy. And then as far as cartoons, I would say 
the Joker uh, as as voiced by Mark Hamill. That's the only, only that's really the only real Joker <laughs> I recognize. And yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, and it was funny. Like on, I don't know if you guys if you guys watch uh, the Flash, but like on the early season of the Flash, when he played Mark, a he played, he played a character like, game play? master, like toy game master, toy master, one of those types of characters. But he was basically playing Joker. And I was just like, <laughs> did they really have to do this? Like he was playing Joker the whole entire time, but. Uh, I would say those are my favorite iterations. Nice. Those are pretty. Those are pretty solid ones. All right, my turn. Um. All right. Yeah. So, I'll go for the hard question since we're just talking about comic book stuff. Marvel or DC? If you had to choose. You know, when it comes to being consistent <laughs> <laughs> with these movies and TV and all this media, I gotta go with Marvel. Mm-hmm. I I do have some character loves at dc like i, I love batman in terms of like, like when i was growing up i was watching batman yeah. beyond yeah so yeah right, so stuff right. like that is is still pretty cool and, and and there's a few here and there like like catwoman i'll, I'll will always be a fave but i have way more faves on the on the marvel side so i'm going with marvel good stuff nice nice and uh follow up before i get the real one do you have a favorite marvel hero storm and rogue fair enough very very yep. good Steph, do you have a favorite Marvel hero? I don't think we've ever had this conversation ever. <laughs> oh, that's difficult. Um, I love Miss Marvel so much, the new Miss Marvel. I love Captain Marvel She's too, cool. but I, I feel like Captain Marvel she gets sucked up into the big events pretty often and mm. is kind of like I worry too. I worry a little bit about her getting into like kind of a white feminist vibe sometimes because uh. she's like that like big name like punching things like white woman hero miss marvel has been consistent and wonderful since i started reading it like three years ago and i love kamala so much so i'm gonna go with her that's fair <laughs> i'll have to go with uh spider-man or black panther i don't know it's uh I, although I was always a Spider-Man guy until the, the the newest movie came out. I was like, "Oh, this is Black Panther." Man, yeah. Told me. yeah, I gotta agree, man. When 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 Chadwick showed up and and was doing all this Black Panther stuff, like I freaked out. I freaked out. I was just like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" Like this is real. Uh, yeah, I, I love it, man. When that dude was in the fight, and I'm not gonna do the accent because it's offensive as hell, but <laughs> for me to try it. But he's like, "Hey, man, we've never met. My name's Clint." And, and Black Panther's like, I don't care. I was like, yo, just take me <laughs> out the like, theater because I'm about to misbehave and get kicked out and ruin it for everybody. I, I don't know if you're familiar with wrestling, but he's pulled a rock on him. Like, he was like, it doesn't matter what your name is. Like, <laughs> really did not care. And it was amazing. <laughs> is Rock in the MCU yet? Uh, oh, no, but yet. he's going to be. He... Oh, right. Not yet. Not quite is yet. He... Coming up. What's he going to be in? No, is he? Has he been? Is he gonna be in something? Wait, wait, wait. He, he's gonna play. Um. Okay, I don't know why I'm like losing my mind now. Wait, Google will come to our aid. Okay, he's yeah, be- he's playing Shazam. I'm oh sorry, Black Adam. He's playing Black Adam. In that's the- right. DC. I did hear that. Right, and that's DC. So, so I was just like, wait a minute, what am I? <laughs> I was gonna say all, all I could think of. I was like, he's in Moana. Moana isn't Marvel. No, 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 no. He's gonna. So he he'll either help the whole DC runaway train of failure, 
um, or he'll just continue to add on another car and it'll just continue chugging along hopelessly. Yeah, I, I hope, I, I'm sorry I'm like jumping places and topics, but I hope no, no, we love it. DC that this Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman movie really brings it home because yeah, I know. I I'm I'm personally that that is a, that is a favorite character of mine, but I I'm really and it looks good the trailers from San Diego Comic Con, but I'm yeah. really hoping they make it work this time. I, I really hope. Yeah, my fingers are crossed so hard. <laughs> yeah. Silver lining if they don't uh, online. I guess nerd conservatives have already said if that movie sucks, it's not women's fault. Like we can't blame women for the mess that DC has created. So I mean, you shouldn't be blaming <laughs> you shouldn't be blaming women. Period. But no, absolutely. Should, but the you fact should that they always can get the sexists to say <laughs> yeah, you should always blame DC. Like DC has yeah, that's what I'm saying. shown their ass so many times <laughs> over so many different <laughs> movies, and then most recently with. I mean, it wasn't that bad, but most recently with Suicide Squad, it was just like, are you guys fucking serious right now? So, yeah, it, it's I, just... I feel like with uh, Wonder Woman and Cyborg, are there a chance of saying, okay, we need to get this, uh, like, the women and people of color money, and people are like, yo, you had the chance with Suicide Squad, you really, you really are just... That actually makes me mad when, like, people use that, and, and all the decades of people using these excuses, like, oh, you can't... A woman-led movie's not going to work, or, oh, people don't want to watch a woman superhero. Like, all of these ridiculous excuses, because they're not reasons at all, and they yeah, have no and they're logic patently them. false. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 that's, and that does scare me that, and I really shouldn't care, but, like, these, these people are going to, if something happens, they're going to be like, see, it didn't work out, and then we'll never see another female-led superhero movie for, for years from DC. Not that DC's doing a great job anyway, but still. Yeah, but I mean, it took it took DC putting out the Wonder Woman trailer to get them to announce the Captain Marvel casting on the right. Marvel side. So like, which is horrible. Like the it it's terrible that it, there's like a running joke that there have been like, what ten movies with guys named Chris as the lead. Yep. Before there is one movie with any woman as the lead, like <laughs> quite awful. Absolutely. So, I, I don't, and I don't understand exactly why that is in the sense that i mean obviously sexism but the fact that I, I mean i mean we always go with the classic example like lucasfilms and disney didn't think ray would sell despite being like from star wars like her toys despite the fact that she's a main character i, I like i don't understand like even Which from is, a cynical sense like it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever it's pretty bizarre it's pretty bizarre and idiotic particularly because that just tells me that their market data, or excuse me, their, their marketing survey team, or whatever they these people are, they're not working. Yeah, <laughs> like like yeah, no if you if you poll, like you take a group of Americans all over and really poll them, you would these fans anyway, you would see, and even just using general sales data, like demographic data, like women make up a, at the time it was like a little over half or excuse me over half of the people who buy comic books and really mm -hmm. consume this media so for for companies these film companies to say ridiculous things like oh uh we don't know if this is gonna work out like what the hell are you talking about like half the people watching no literally <laughs> are women and and we're asking for this well i mean and and i think um i never got the feeling but everyone i talked to thought that suicide squad was pretty much just a harley quinn movie and it despite it being not that great, uh, it made money, didn't it? Like people went with the intention to see Harley Quinn. Like that's why I went. 
that's why I went yes. after I started hearing bad things. I was like, oh God, here we go again. But Margot Rob- Robbie did a great job and I liked her rendition of Harley. It's not like we've seen Harley on screen that much anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I but even still, like I, I that notwithstanding, I, I think she did a fantastic job and I would definitely like to see her in a solo film. That's what everyone was saying. They're like, Man, this movie is trash, but Margot Robbie did a good job and I, I don't know how it's not an obvious step to try to make a Harley Quinn movie. Just to see, just to cash it in because people will see it, you know. I feel like there were talk, there was talk about that, like that Mar- that Margot Robbie was so in love with the character and in love with the like the the history of the character after when she started to do her research that she was like, "Look, we're gonna do more of this. I insist. We're gonna have more movies." <laughs> yeah, I, I hope that they too. do. I, I, I can only hope and pray that it's for real. Yeah. Um, I personally didn't think Suicide Squad was trash. I just didn't think it was that great. Like it was entertaining at times, so it, it was okay. Whereas something like B versus S was trash. Yeah, in my view. <laughs> I think that's why Suicide Squad was the bigger disappointment for people because it it seemed like it had a chance of being good from the trailers. Whereas Batman versus Superman, I don't know. The trailers to me looked bad. I'm, like, I'm not even going to waste time seeing this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, yeah, that's why this isn't a rapid fire question section. I, and, I mean, I'm I, I went off on a tangent, but thank thanks you guys for like allowing me the space to do it. No, we're glad you did. <laughs> Again, we don't. There's not really much of a script, so if the guests don't go off tangent, we end up with a 20 minute episode that nobody wants to hear. Uh, <laughs> that's the yeah, that's our a, secret. Yeah. That's your secret that's sauce. Our, I got it. That's our inside fully coolie baseball. Um, <laughs> Okay, so the next actual question, and there's no order. We're just seeing how this flows. Sure. Um, you're, are you familiar with Pacific Rim? I am very familiar to the point where on fanbrose.com a couple years back, I wrote a counter review on the uh, on the movie. Ben, DJ Ben, I mean, well, the movie thought it was fantastic, and I was the complete opposite. I was so upset. Damn. But yes, I'm a familiar. Well, <laughs> how, how do you feel about the premise of the movie, at least? <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I, I realized I wanted a way too much from the movie. I thought it was going to be some Evangelion type, or Evangelion, I don't know how, people pronounce it so many different ways, but I thought it was going to be like, <laughs> the robot. like a serious tech movie with all the all the technology and the mechs, and, and it, it was just... Damn, I thought it was just sock and bop with robots. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, there were some, there were obvious, there was definitely cool points. It just wasn't what I expected it to be. So I was personally disappointed. And there are a few people who, who share my sentiments. And there's other people who are like, ah, yeah. you know what you're talking about. It was a great movie. You know? I'm like, whatever. I, I'm looking forward to the sequel uh, for sure with John okay. Boyega. Yeah, I'm really well, happy I mean, for that. <laughs> that dude could star in any movie, and I'd be like, I'm gonna give it a chance. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hope he. I hope he plays like Idris Elba's son or something in this. I think he does. I think that's. Is that the is that I the think, story? I think that's who he's supposed to be. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. I mean, if he just plays Finn again, I'm not gonna complain. <laughs> <laughs> but the question what was going to be, um, if you could pick anybody in fiction that you would be drift compatible with, who would that be? Ooh. Anybody in fiction? Yes. God, that's a really huge pool of people. Um, <laughs> wow. You know, we don't want to stifle people. You know, it's it's not that right. kind of show. But now I feel like you need to restrict me because I'm just like, oh my god, I could be here all night. 
Um, uh, from video game, no, from comics and their associated movies. How about that? Hmm. People, you're gonna question this, but I would say Lex Luthor. Okay, I I'll say, that. say Lex Luthor. <laughs> I'll I'll explain because well, number one, Lex Luthor Luthor is my all time favorite quote unquote villain, and I and I'll explain that too. Lex is misunderstood. Okay, this guy <laughs> has has goals. Okay, he he he's hashtag goals. Uh, he he really knows what he wants for humanity. He. He is not as, he's not insane, number one, okay? He's not crazy like people try to make him out to be. And he's just not this mad scientist running around making like monsters and just, you know, regardless of what B versus S tells you. Uh, he, he's, he's not like <laughs> Poor this. Poor Jesse. Yeah, he's not like this guy that just has no rudder. Like this man has vision and this man is incredibly smart. Granted, he is, his methods are, can be questionable, but I feel like, you can do anything with him. And the reason why I just feel so adamant about this is because um, maybe two years back or so, I've read Red Sun, the comic. And it, it was basically an, it's basically an inversion of what Superman is and what, what Lex Luthor is. And, and in that comic, Superman, it, it's basically a story about what would happen if Superman landed in Russia instead of the U.S., yeah. And it's still the same idea of propaganda and motif and stuff because because as much as people some people don't want to admit it, like Superman was propaganda, like like or, or it played off the role of of propaganda during the the World War times. But that 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 book really struck me when it came to Lex's character and really, you know, amongst other things, really where he could be, where he could go, and where he can take humanity. So if I had to pick just from comics alone, I would I would say Lex. Cool, very solid. Yeah, I hadn't considered that as a, yeah. as a villainous answer, but uh, I, 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 you much know, respect I for it. I trust the guy. I just do, and, and <laughs> hopefully he doesn't he doesn't treat me like he treats Mercy, his his you know <laughs> his his, his uh, assistant or whatever. But but yeah, I, I I like Lex a lot. All right, so here's a on to build off of that. Since you're good at coming up with the names on the fly, what would your Jaeger's name be? Oh, it would probably be because since I was a kid, I've been obsessed with Egyptian mythology. It would probably be like Amun-Ra or something like that. Like something to do deal with, with Egyptian gods or a goddess, for sure. Okay. For sure. Yeah. So for the un- uninitiated, a.k.a. me... Um, <laughs> where does the Jaeger name come from? Is that is that just something you make up or? It, so like, yeah. So like, oh, the name that I came up with. So 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 like, Ra is typically depicted as like the sun god, and then right. uh, Moon for some reason I, I cannot remember what's going on. But but if I remember right, he he's depicted as like a crocodile or something. But anyway, there's like, but like thousands of gods for everything in Egypt. There's gods for the sun. There's god for the the air is called Shu. Like there's gods of the Nile and gods of death and gods of destruction and war set. So like I would definitely try to use one of those and, and apply that as a name for my Jaeger. You don't really nice, have, nice. There's, it has to sound cool. That's pretty much the, the yeah, rule of the Jaeger yeah. name. Right. It has to sound cool. Oh. And for me, because I, I love mechs, it has to sound a little ominous as well. So I feel like if I rolled up there, <laughs> In Amun Ra, they'd be like, "Oh crap, oh, you know, <laughs> we're in trouble." So yeah. 
Oh, very nice. Okay, okay. Yeah, I didn't know where the naming scheme came from. Yeah, yeah. It's all Egyptian mythology, yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. So, I'll probably be like, I don't know, Heavy Feather or something. I don't know. Something that, like Heavy Feather, because it sounds fake, <laughs> so I don't know. So you like the, the oxymorons. Yeah, I mean, because I'm kind of a troll, you know, I'm just, I'd be drifting <laughs> out there with Sonic or like Hamilton or something, so I'm like, gotta intimidate my foes with confusion. So Uh-oh. something that doesn't so now you're Jaeger as a Pokemon, that. okay, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, Psychic is strong. First gen couldn't stop it. Uh, yeah, get that Hyper Beam going. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you um, see these new Pokemon they're coming out with on this new region? I'm really upset about this <laughs> one that looks like a sandcastle. That's actually a sandcastle. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I, they've I, had ice cream cones. I don't... No, <laughs> like, no. We, that's not allowed. I, I'm a snob they've had keys. comes to Pokemon. <laughs> I only acknowledge the first 151. After uh, that, it kind of goes downhill. Like, there's some cool ones from like the second group was the most great. Recent... Yeah, there's some cool ones from the most recent generation. But like, what I saw like a month ago, I'm just like, what is this crap? Like, <laughs> like next you're gonna have like I don't know, cell phone Pokemon's and Snapchat Pokemon's. Like, come on, man! Like, <laughs> hey, they're, ta- they're being ta- super ta- lazy. I, I um, I hate to bother you. Um, fourth gen had one kind of could turn into appliances. It was electric type. Come on. They they gotta take a hike with this one. Like, at least, I I respect the Pokemon (laughs) that look like animals, because to me, that's what they are. But, like, and and with the exception of, like, Voltor, but. That was the laziest Pokemon. It's like, hey, it's a Pokeball with eyes. How does it evolve? It rolls over and smiles. (laughs) Magnemite, Magneton, they they still made sense to me, because at the end of the day, they still kind of look like animals. Like, I. I don't want a sandcastle Pokemon with like shovels sticking out of its head. Like it looks so stupid and it like spits water. It's so dumb. Um, would you be fine if it didn't have like the shovels and stuff in its head? If it was just sand? No, it wouldn't be, like, be a fine, sandy muck? Dom. It wouldn't be fine. It's, it's <laughs> horrible. It's a sandcastle. And then it evolves into a larger sandcastle. Like, come on. I mean, that's why I'm more upset about the ice cream cone one. That's the one that really kind of made me like wonder what they were doing over there at Game Freak. It was an ice cream cone that evolved into a double ice cream cone that evolved into a sundae, which thematically cool, oh, but I don't, they, they I don't gotta, really know what they were doing. <laughs> they gotta stop. Steph, I was curious, what would your Jaeger be named? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm gonna bounce off Dom's and say weight of knowledge. Ooh, okay. That's, that's not nice. an oxymoron. That's that's actually smart. That's scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hers is very smart. I like that. It's very, it's very, uh, bookish and novel i like it i like it god dang ravenclaws <laughs> i was gonna say i'm the textbook ravenclaw so uh, of I course textbook <laughs> hey tatiana do you have a hogwarts house no i don't if you guys want to place me based on what i've been saying please feel free I don't have enough intro to the lore i just put the text <laughs> and got slithering that's all i know i mean i i always just like to go what I feel is default and just say Gryffindor, but listen, whatever you guys think is the best, place me. I don't care. I'll Sounds like it. a Hufflepuff. <laughs> oh, no, not Hufflepuff. Okay, I lied. I don't want Hufflepuff. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. That's like being Team Mystic on Pokemon. I'm sorry. Ouch. Don't put me. I'm sorry oh, if you're Team Mystic. <laughs> sorry. I'm, I'm, Sounds I'm, I'm like sorry. a Team I'm, Valor I'm, I'm to team me. Valor. I'm, I'm Team Valor, so. 
Typical Team Valor, just throwing people so, under the bus. Yeah, Instinct so all day, as, baby. Dab silently. As far as, uh, Harry Potter. Wait, hold just up. Put, just put me in Gryffindor. Hold up, did you say Instinct or Mystic? I'm, I said I'm Instinct. Because Dom's Instinct and I'm Mystic. So. Oh, I'm Team Valor. I'm Team Valor all the way. I'm, I'm the quote-unquote <laughs> evil team. I don't care. I am the red team, red squad, you know, Mandela's child, all that stuff. Tatiana, can I hit you with a throwback question that you may or may not have an answer to, but I hope you do? Yeah, I'll try. Um, you ever watch Wild and Out growing up? Wild and Out? Like Nick, like Nick Cannon? Yeah, Nick Cannon. Yeah. Did you feel like Nick Cannon's team always cheated and won? Absolutely. He's still, <laughs> okay, he's just still, sure that wasn't he just still cheats and wins. Like, they used to do this. I don't know if they still do it, but they used to have like a, an audience meter. Like when they said, oh, can you guys uh, clap for who you think won? And the meter yeah, would strangely, would, would, would mysteriously kind of break when the other team was getting their applause. Like it would be really super low. Like they just turned down the volume. And then when you <laughs> when you knew Nick's team was the wackest, they still got all the applause. And I was very concerned about how that worked out. But they totally cheat. Okay, cool. Just making sure. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I want to see like a nerd while and out. Gonna totally write that in the back that. of my memory. <laughs> I'm cheat too. I'll be the I'll be the nerd Nick Cannon. I don't care. I'll cheat all day. <laughs> well, <laughs> you came up with y'all. you. You know what, Dom? You came up with your own AKA. There it is. The nerd Nick Cannon. The nerd Nick Cannon. Oh man. You know what? <laughs> I it like is. it. I'll spell it one N. So it's like media Cannon. It'll be great. It's a whole. It's a whole thing. People will love it or they'll hate it, it. But I'll get hater points. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> Got it. There Got you it. go. <laughs> oh jeez. Uh, you think you have time for uh, one more? Yeah, definitely. Cool. Steph, you want to hook this one up? Because I asked a couple in succession, I feel like. Um, sure. Uh, let's go with a heavy one for the end. What is either your favorite or your most recent, I don't know if you're a crier, if you cry when you watch stuff, but something that made oh, you cry. God. Oh, man. It can be a happy cry or a sad cry. Okay, you guys don't don't laugh at me. You can laugh; it doesn't matter. But don't <laughs> laugh at me. I won't um, laugh if it's the same one as mine. The last major thing that like I cried at, and it was a happy slash sad cry. It was both. I was on a plane going to or coming from Dubai. I don't remember. I was watching Inside Out. <laughs> That's fair. And, That's actually very fair. Yeah, and I I, I think it was this. It was like the scene around like the family scene, like I, I, maybe when she, when the girl came, I don't want to give it away. I mean, it's kind of old now. Like if you haven't seen the movie, I don't know where you've been, but it was like. Like when she comes back? Pro- yeah, when she comes back and like they were talking about family and I just got really in my feels. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was because of the altitude or what, but <laughs> I just like started crying and like, like hiding it. And then I was, of course, on a trip with friends with like seven other people. And one of my friends, I guess she heard me sniffling and she she jumped over the seat and was like, are you crying? Like, like really, like really loud and obnoxious. And she because she, she saw that I was watching uh, Inside Out. So she was like, are you crying over a cartoon? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Inside watch Out some Futurama if she thinks you can't cry about a cartoon. Yeah, man. Like, I, I love I love Pixar and all those cartoons. So, um, yeah, it was Inside Out. That's that's solid. That's a good one though. That's that's not embarrassing. That's like a. I feel like that was the intended purpose of that movie in the scene. Okay, okay. It's just that I, people do laugh at me when I say that. <laughs> Man, 
I cried at, I cried during Digimon once. That's a, well, I didn't cry, but I almost cried. I so almost uh, cried when um uh, I don't I again I don't remember the name of the dinosaur, but Sora, his his trainer or partner. Yeah. Whatever his name was. Raymond. Yeah, when when yeah. like the dinosaur almost died or something like that. <laughs> like I think it was the oh, Digimon yeah, like, movie. Uh maybe. It was either Digimon movie or maybe like a finale on when it was on Fox Kids or something. But like it was something where like the Digimon almost died and Sora was like, I'll always love you or something like, you know, <laughs> I'll always be your friend. It was it was something really like I don't know. I remember he almost killed him trying to get him to evolve that one time and he turned into a skeleton and that was kind of creepy for a kid show, but <laughs> Yeah. Made sense in context, I guess. Yeah. What were you going to say? I was thinking, um, it wasn't really a cry. It was kind of, now that I think about it, it was kind of a laugh when, uh, if you ever seen the original Pokemon movie, when Ash turns into stone and then he's like (laughs) poking him and he's like, Pika, Pika. And then he just starts shocking him for like five minutes to wake him up and he won't wake up. Like, looking back on it, I I saw it. I watched that scene on YouTube not too long ago, and I was just started like rolling, laughing. Like I don't know why it was so funny to me, but it it was sad. I think it's me. just funny because it's like, oh man, he got hit by a Pokemon attack that turned him to stone. <laughs> right? Maybe if I cook but him a little Ash harder, is such he'll a come dumbass. Back. Like why would you run in between that fight, dude? Like you see all this shit flying around. Why the hell are you in there? But hey. there was a zero good chance of that going well. I mean, I guess it did work out well because of tears. Because of course it. Worked by tears, right. like, but how corny was that? The tears woke him up. Like, okay, this is magic Pokemon okay. tears. Like, like, there had yeah. to be a better plot. Like, they, 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 like Mewtwo could have just brought him back. Like, it wasn't that hard. Like, it could have just been right. And you know, know. But you notice both Mew and Mewtwo was just sitting there, like, oh well, Ash did. Like, they didn't even try. <laughs> yeah, all them fake clone Pokemon were crying, and Mew and Mewtwo are like, that was <laughs> dumb. <laughs> that was super dumb. <laughs> Like, dude, if you guys can generate all this energy and, and maybe stop time and all this other stuff, I'm pretty sure you can bring back Ash Ketchum of all people, but whatever. I mean, I think Mewtwo was like, guys, we don't have to bring him back. <laughs> this could be the usher. We can usher in a new era. Please. No one really <laughs> likes chance. Ash Ketchum. That dude has not beat the Elite Four once. And how many badges has he legitimately earned? I'm going to say probably like 10 total of like eight regions. He's, listen, he's no Gary Oak, okay? Gary Oak is a true yeah. G and pimp. <laughs> Gary Oak had badges that weren't even real, and he was driving See? cars at See? 10. <laughs> like, how are you Major driving badge a car? Alert. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to stop him? There's no adults. <laughs> I don't know. Yo, speaking of Pokemon, c- can we reflect on the fact that, like, Brock definitely served meat to them before? Like, he cooked meat? Like, that had to be, like, Tauros meat, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because I think it's okay. it's canon that there are no like right, there's no like cows in the Pokemon universe. There's no animals besides Pokemon. So if you're gonna eat meat, that's the only, you know, you gotta really eat them. Yeah. Which is like I mean, really... even the vegetables are kind of alive. So I mean, I mean, sandcastles are alive too. So you can't <laughs> can't kick those. So. That's what I'm saying. I don't I don't understand what's happening with Pokemon. <laughs> Just thinking about it. I don't know. I think you broke down. You could just you could, you could walk out to the beach, right? Like I'm building a sandcastle, and then a sandcastle walks up, like yo, shit's weak, B. Like look at me. Like just, I'm the castle now. I'm you the just, castle you now. Just, you just beach terrorists, like walking around with a bucket of water. 
And I'd be like looking for these castles and like just throwing this water on them. So, not only that, can we, can we reflect on the fact that in that universe, ground types are weak to water? Yeah. Where would a sandcastle exist that's not in consistent danger of dying? Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You can just take it on a plane, like. Oh man, I can't even deal with this. That doesn't it doesn't make it unless it's a water type and that I, makes I, I less sense. I do know one place. I do I do know one place. An aquarium. That's it. But won't but it'll be underwater, right? That's fine. It could still live. Right? You're staying underwater. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to be in a castle format, but <laughs> still alive. <laughs> I I am the sand ghost. Uh, I guess we yeah. can end it on that point before we completely lose. <laughs> like the sand underwater, we will completely lose our form. Um, <laughs> that's terrible, and I apologize to everybody. Um, Tatiana, do you have any castle, questions? <laughs> Box quote. <laughs> uh, do you have any questions or comments for us before we uh, break out of here? Um, no questions, but I definitely want to say I think both of you are are pretty awesome. You're both fun to talk to. You guys, oh, thank you. Just thank from you. a little bit of time we had together, I think you both are really knowledgeable in geek culture, and I like that you guys can go in and out of many different genres and topics. And this was a lot of fun. Oh, well, thank well, you. It's been great to have you on. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, knock on wood glad we got past those tech issues it'll be fun to edit all that uh, uh, i'll try to figure out what amount to leave in there to keep it interesting and funny but uh, i'll cut as much as i can to keep it consistent cool in the should meantime I, should, I, should i stop recording or no no we still got the like the outro because okay. uh, we're pretending to be professionals <laughs> we don't get paid we need to set up a patreon so we can be professionals right now we're just eager amateurs i suppose would be the term on the internet um, well, I think of a better way to say that. In the meantime, Tatiana, <laughs> would you like to tell the listeners where they could find you if they want to hear more of your uh, excellent yeah. words? Yep. So if you are looking for me, I hope you're not a stalker, but if you're looking for me, <laughs> you can find me on the interwebs at Tatiana King, T-A-T-I-A-N as in Nancy, A-K-I-N-G. I'm, I'm usually that name on, on all platforms. You can also find me at Fanbros Show. That's F-A-N-B-R-O-S-S-H-O-W. Fanbros Show is a uh, a media group that we, we do YouTube videos. We do podcasts. We do website posts and editorials. And we do con coverage and panels and stuff like that. We talk about geek culture from the perspective of people of color and the intersections that uh, are there with pop culture and other marginalized communities. So that's where you can find me. Cool. And as always, it'll be in the show notes. So just uh, whatever you're listening to this on, just click that stuff there. Uh, yep. well, yeah. Thanks again, Tatiana. And uh, Steph, would you like to uh, kick our business real quick? Sure. You did such a good job last week, but I'll do it this time. <laughs> I can do it again. I, I'm no, on I got roll. it. I'm I got it. I got it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm kind of still struggling with my internet, so I'd have to read off this tablet. So, <laughs> <laughs> I got you. All right, so you can find Brother Dom at Brother Dom on Twitter, on Tumblr, anywhere pretty much on the internet You want to, he wants to be found. You can yep, find yep. him there. That's with an A, not with a hard E-R. Uh, you can thank find you, me you. at Captain Steph on Twitter, at the Snow Queer on Tumblr. Um, pretty much all the social media I'm giving out today. 
Uh, you can find, <laughs> you can find our podcast on Twitter at character rev. It's character R E V, so two R's in the middle. Um, we're on Facebook by searching character reveal. You should find us. Um, Dom and I both blog at the Lady Geek Girl and Friends blog, which is ladygeekgirl.wordpress.com. And you can follow our podcast at characterreveal.simplecast.fm. Cool. See, yeah, you killed it. I didn't have to even, I didn't have to touch it this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back in the swing of things next week. I'll, uh, I'll get my voice ready. I'll, uh, drink a little bit more wine next time. Today's <laughs> drink of the day was Moscato. Uh, <laughs> Yes, very fancy, very cool. Um, but yes, once again, Tatiana, thank you so much for being on our show. I hope the listeners had a good time. I hope you had a good time. I sure did. Well, thank you guys for having me, for sure. And uh, oh, I'll give a little outro real quick. Never did this before, but it's uh, been your host, Dom, a.k.a. Brother Dom, a.k.a. Hot Pilgrim, a.k.a. The Nerd Nick Cannon. Uh, uh, and yeah, Steph, Tatiana, you guys got any AKAs or fun outro stuff to say before we get out of here? Um, I'm going to just go ahead and say, uh, this has been your co-host Stephanie, because I am terrible at on the spot improv. (laughs) (laughs) Great, great. I would say this is Tatiana King-Jones and live long and prosper. Thanks. Well said. Listeners, until next time, see you later. Bye.